Hello, welcome to the second edition of How Did Town Get On? We're going to be looking back at September tonight. We're joined by Assistant Manager Graham Lancashire. Thanks for joining me, mate. No problem. Great to be here. We're going to uh, go straight back to the first weekend uh, in September, if you can cast your mind back that far. Uh, the nil-nil draw at Staley Bridge, but there's nothing from that first game that's actually stayed on my mind to discuss it, to be honest. So we're going to jump straight to the replay. Uh, without meaning to labour on a result which has long passed, it was probably the best moment of September. We toiled and toiled, we eventually got the winner through Joel Davidson and Felly was saying it would have been a travesty not to have won it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been the story of our season, hasn't it, where we've been, we've actually probably dominated the majority of games and not got results out of it and we thought we should have had the game done and dusted at their place anyway. But yeah, for... Uh, to finish it the way we did, it just, uh, you know, it, it capped a fantastic evening, especially for young Joel as well, coming off the bench and basically it was his first touch of the game, so it was fantastic for him. Yeah, his, his form for the under-23s has been fantastic, both at the end of last season and this season. He scored six at one point. It would be unfair of us to expect him to replicate that in the first team in the time we've seen of him. What have you made of his transition into the first team? Yeah, I mean, he's fitted in really well with the squad. Obviously, he came in, got involved uh, early on last season with us and he's, he's trained with us virtually ever since. Obviously, played the odd time for the 23s, so he's missed a bit of training. But uh, unfortunately, with Joel, he, he had to retire at like 17 or 18, which was an absolute nightmare for the kid because he was doing ever so well. He was a young lad at Everton and he had a bad knee injury meant he had to retire. So, you know, he's he's actually done really well coming back and act, and playing, you know, full games because we're, our thoughts are, you know, if he can get through, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then, you know, sort of build him up a little bit. We we were never expected him to probably get through a 90-minute game ever. But he's managed to do that for the 23s, which has been fantastic. Like I say, his, his goal scoring at that level has been has been great. And obviously then to, to step up a little bit into the first team and, and get the goal in the cup game was, was amazing for him. And uh, as you can see with the celebrations, it was uh, quite a relief for the club as well. Those celebrations were fantastic. There was about five five men that shouldn't have been standing up and they were they were hobbling, they were crawling, all sorts of different injuries, making their way down to the corner. Even, even Feli was legging it. It was great to see, to be honest. Hopefully there's a lot more to come from Joel as well. Yeah, yeah, like you say, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a talent. He's a, he's got, he's very unpredictable, which, you know, is a bonus sometimes. Sometimes it can be a bit of a hindrance. And he'll even, he'll admit that himself. I had a good chat with him at trading last night, to be honest. And, uh, he's, he's just, it's just trying to keep him at a level where he's not overdoing it. So he's, you know, he's struggling with his injury or he's not underdoing it. So he's not fit enough to play kind of thing. But, yeah, you know, as the the lads like him in the group. That you know, he's, he's a cracking young lad, and that, and obviously he's he's probably come out of his shelf self a little bit more since he scored that goal. He's been a little bit a bit a little bit more noisier on the bus and things like that. So it's only good for everybody. Yeah, hopefully he'll get some more chances. The way our injury list is moving on to Sal Shields. We've had some great results against him in the past at the Giant Ants in particular, but every account I've heard of last month's defeat uh, was that they were a bit of a different animal. 
We conceded two soft goals, improving in the second half, but how much different were they to when we played them in March? Uh, I think, realistically, they were better. They probably were better than they were in March because in March, we, you know, we had a, a game plan and it worked to a T for us. You know, we frustrated them and then they literally had no plan B. And I'm not saying they've got a plan B now, but unfortunately, in the, in the game in September was, you know, we just had a, a you know, a, a mistake that happens every now and again, you know, with OG and, and then obviously just a really bad bit of defending, which, you know, has crept into our game a little bit recently and letting them, walk through the middle of the pitch really and scored a pretty simple goal. Now, apart from them two and maybe one other chance, after that they didn't really offer us much. And then we, you know, I thought we we dominated the second half. We put them under pressure. You know, we you know, just again, the story of our season, we've not converted chances. We've not really made that pressure count when it needed to. Uh realistically looking looking at them, I thought they were much better than what they were last season. They just looked a little bit more composed, a little bit more cutting edge. But as I said, you know, second half we we put it to them, and, and it showed as well as other teams this season. You know, they've they're not walking away with the league like everyone expected, like they, everybody expects every year. So you know, they've just dropped down a few places. Uh, it's going to be tough for them. It's going to be tough, but obviously, I think the longer the season goes on, the full time training schedule for them might kick in a little bit, and you know, clubs like ourselves with the, you know, just struggling with the the part time. Then if you're playing a Saturday, Tuesday, sometimes the Thursday session, you, you're missing so many players. It's difficult. Whereas they've got quite a, a good strength in depth in their squad, and I think he's you know he's got he's brought in some really good players from from a much higher level who realistically shouldn't be playing at this level. You know, they've been playing league football in the last few years, so he's he's recruited well. Uh, I think obviously they'll be there or thereabouts come the end of the season, but realistically they should be flying away with it. All right, moving on to Berry in the FA Cup. To be honest, before the game, I'd have taken a replay. Some people were thinking any pessimism might have been misplaced with them being a North West County side, but we all knew it'd be a tough tie. And they've gone on to beat Cliver on a replay and earn themselves a game against York in the fourth qual by capitalised on our mistakes in the replay. So now that that's all gone, did David Norris get away with that challenge on the left back in the first game? Uh, I would say yes, being honest, but also there's players who played against us who've got away with probably a lot more than that this season. So, you know, it's just one of them things that happens in football. Uh, I mean, the game itself, like, I think like you said, would have been happy to come away with it a point because uh, a draw, just because of that was probably the first week where it really, really hit us with the injury situation. We were, we were literally, patching up players to, just to walk onto the pitch and then everybody on the bench was injured. It was just a horrific time. So, yeah, you know, getting a draw at the end of the day it wasn't ideal, but it gave us another another bite at the cherry kind of thing and we, we felt a little bit stronger going into the second game over at their place uh, and I thought we started off the game like a house on fire there. It, it, you know, we scored very early on and then it looked like we were going to be comfortable. But again, you know, at that time, we were, you know, square pegs in round holes, as, as we say. And uh, every credit to Berry, they, they wore us down. They, they did what they did very, very well. You know, they were quite direct, but they had lots of runners off the ball. And eventually, they just they just ground us down. And I think our 
lack of fitness as in injuries and not not playing enough game time some players probably showed towards the end and obviously that's where they come through stronger than us. couple of positives with regards to uh, individual performances. Positive from my perspective, having not been there, which I'm not too upset about, was Paul Jarvis scoring in the first game. How close is he to being at his best? Yeah, Jarvo has been absolute revelation to us this year. Obviously, we've known Jarvo a long while since since we came to the club, and he's obviously been a, a mainstay at the club for a long time, coming and going a few times. But he's, you know, he came back pre-season and he astounded us with his the level of his fitness. He was great. He was, you know, he he was playing 90 minutes in pre-season friendlies, and we were just thought, you know, with it with his illnesses and his injuries, he's had, and you know, he's he's. He's not the spring, you know, the young spring chicken he used to be. We thought he might just be a bit part player, but you know, he actually started the season really, really well. Then he's unfortunately picked up COVID, and then he picked up a niggling injury, and again, that's just set him back a little bit. But yeah, we've been really impressed with Joe. It was fantastic for him to get that goal. It's you know, for him scoring any kind of goal is great, but for him to get that goal in that game was was you know a really a great achievement for him. And it's just a case of, again, you know, trying to keep him fit. And, you know, he just gets the odd little niggle here and there. It's just a case of managing him. And he knows his body himself. You know, he's a, he's a clever lad. He knows what, when, what he can play through and what he can't. So, obviously, at his age as well, he's managing himself more and better than he used to in the past. So, you know, hopefully there's a lot more to come from Jarvo this year. Another player that's been doing well since he came in was Henry Agumbi. We brought him in before Berry. He played on the left in the home game, on the right in the replay. Uh, he, he was good in pre-season. He was he was up front for Man City in the academy. He was right back for Bootle last season. What's the plan for him, or is our situation just are we are we kind of making it up with him? Because I can't say I've seen much of him myself. And the well, situation is putting a lot of players places where they wouldn't necessarily play otherwise. Well, yeah, it's, it's a strange one with Henry. I mean, he came in pre-season and then he kind of disappeared for a couple of weeks, but then he's come back in again. Uh, obviously, with our injury situation, we were looking at every possible you know option we could take. And he's, he came to the club, we were told, as a left winger, left midfield, sort of left wing-back type. But obviously, we noticed straight away he's right-footed. So, is he's a modern inverted winger. That's what we seem to think. But... Obviously, we've played him on the right a lot, uh, you know, when Sam's uh, not been playing. He's sort of been playing in that position. And he is, he looks to me like an old-fashioned winger. He's out-and-out winger, but we're trying to help him and conv- not convert him, but understand the roles of his defensive responsibilities during the game. So you might see a few things during the game where he, he sort of doesn't understand that he might be in the wrong position or, you know, just slightly out of position, things like that. But we're trying to teach him that as he, as we're going along kind of thing. And, you know, he's been a breath of fresh air. He's something different. Uh, you know, something we haven't really got type of player. You know, Charlie's probably a similar player, but obviously with, with Charlie's injury, that was, you know, it's unfortunate for him. So Henry's come in and, you know, he's, the little bits and pieces, chances he's had, he's done okay. So, yeah, it's been good for the club. Patrick Allenton came in on dual registration. Sometimes those kind of signings, come in as short-term cover, but he's looked pretty solid. And the way it's going, we're going to... It looks like we're going to need him, just the way things are going. Have you, do you see him playing a bigger role in the season? Uh, yeah, I do. It's, it's uh, you know, it surprised me. I don't... I didn't know the lad personally. Uh, I've not seen him play, but uh, 
Craig and Felly had seen him play last season, and obviously uh, he played a lot with Jamie last season as well. So we knew of him, uh, and but he's coming in again. He's, he's he's you know he's adjusted to the level quickly, and he's you know he's been fantastic. You know he was great away at Matlock. You know we didn't get the result, but he, he was a fantastic that day. He won everything in the air against you know sort of big players. But he can also play, you know, he can get the ball down and he can knock it about a bit as well. He's also, as you say, he's, you know, he's come in at a time when we've, we've been desperate for players, but he's shown that he's capable of playing at this level and he's comfortable at this level. So, you know, it's going to be interesting when Teague gets back, you know, what, who's going to play in what position because, you know, fingers crossed everybody's going to stay fit and that's, you know, going to be a bit of a nightmare for us to pick a team, but only beneficial for the club because we've got so, so many good players playing in certain positions. Couple of questions now that uh, David always dying to ask you. He's unavailable tonight. He's got a Tobra Carvery voucher burning a hole in his pocket. Uh, so at Matlock, we were under heavy pressure in the first half. Brad Carroll came on, kind of got hold of the game a bit, made it look more of a threat. Almost got a point at the end. Lacoy had a, an effort saved really well. How much of a difference is Brad bringing to the side? Because we've we've kind of signed him twice because he was he was in and he was out and he's back in. Yeah, I mean, Brad's a good player. You know, he's, he's a, he'll make a huge difference for us when he's fully fit. You know, it's just been a shame that he's kind of missed virtually the whole of the season so far. It's, it's been a nightmare for him. Obviously, we, we brought him back. He thought he was ready to play again and we brought him back on and he, he broke down straight away. So, you know, fortunately he's been out so long, but at the moment, you know, he's, we're not taking baby steps, but we're being very cautious on how much we do play him because we don't want to risk him again and, and have the same situation. But he's come through training. He's come through the minutes he's played really well. So, you know, he's, you, you saw in the, the brief time he was on at Matlock, he, you know, he stamps his authority on the game. He's a, he's a, he's a battler, but he's a good footballer as well. But he also, he demands from players, you know, he demands more from players. So he, he ups the level of everybody around him because he wants to be better he wants them to be better so he's you know it's just it's just good to have him in and around the squad the lads love him you know he's you know he's he wears his heart on his sleeve and he, he goes into battle every time he crosses that white line so you know it's fantastic to have him in and around again hopefully we can sort of get through 90 minutes sooner rather than later on to Morpeth um not a great result by any means of in the first of six games we'll play in this season flatman in scotland <laughs> Lawson and Lacoy scored again uh, encouraging as it is seeing strikers score of course we need the defenders to back it up Nick Patwu came off it changed it all on to Dom and Enoch they've been they've been doing alright and it's a shame for them that their actual their return hasn't really been rewarded because a couple of they've scored some good goals in results that didn't matter in the end yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate for them. Like I say, we, you know, we sort of, we've gone from, like I say, barren spell in front of goal to scoring goals for fun, but they've not really counted in the matches we've scored and it's, it's been a shame really. But yeah, I mean, Doc, like again, Dom's stepped up to the level. He's been fantastic. I think, you know, a little bit more look at the start of the season. You could, and, you know, Dom's hit the bar, is it the post numerous times in the first few games. So realistically, he could be on sort of seven or eight goals now. You know, for a little bit more look. So, but he's, you know, he doesn't stop. That's the thing. He doesn't, you know, if he misses a chance or, you know, he's getting kicked left, right and centre, he never stops. He never gives up. You know, he gives the defenders no time at all. So it's been brilliant to work with Dom. You know, he's, like I say, he's, he's stepped up to the level. He trained with us a few times last year, but he wanted to really commit this year. So, 
he's coming. He's been, he's been great. He's been great. The lads love him. You know, again, another one who's he's, he's fit into the squad really well. And, you know, he can score goals, but he's also a creator. I mean, it's a bit of a... I, I kind of liken him a little bit to Teddy Sheringham because he's, he's not overly quick, but his touch is great and he brings other players into play and things like that. So, you know, I think he'll get a, he'll score a lot more goals this season, but, you know, his link-up play has been fantastic and, we could, you know, if we can just join in a little bit more with him, we'll, we'll get a lot more out of him. And... And Enoch, yes, yeah, I mean, Enoch's been another frustrating one. He got injured pre-season. He, he missed virtually all pre-season. He's come back. He's picked up niggles here and there and everywhere. And he's, he's not really played a sustained amount of time. I mean, he, even, he came on last weekend and, he, you know, he, at the end of the game, he's only played 20 minutes, but he's, his quads are tightened up and that. So it's a bit of a, a slow burner with Enoch. He's, you know, he's, he can score goals. Everybody's seen what he can do at the end of last season and, and when he's sort of come off the bench this year, you can see what he can do. But it's frustrating to him. He's frustrated and we're frustrated that, you know, with the situation we've been in, he's not been able to play as much football as, as he's needed. And it's again, it's another one where we, we can't overdo it because he can pull up and we'll be out for weeks. Work, but we need to get him more minutes on the pitch to get him up to sort of, you know, full game match fitness. So it's a difficult one. But as, as you said, you know, the scoring goals, that's a good thing. You know, we just... We'll start getting Nico scoring a few more and we'll be OK then. I'd like to see Likoy get a, or manage to get a sustained run in the team because he is a right handful. Back to Dom, I've been meaning to ask, how did you go about getting hold of him? And there's no way of me wording this without sounding slightly condescending. When you go down to the, from the West Lancashire League up to effectively the second, not it's the third, but it's not, it's the second rung of semi-pro football. Yeah. That's a big yeah. gamble. How have you sort of decided that that was worth it because I know he's well, got seven goals yeah yeah. Well, it's, you know you're always keep an eye on the, the divisions around you so even even the lower down you always just keep keep an eye on and they've also got you know people involved in football who watch a lot of what games and that and they'll always you know recommend people but funnily enough Dom used to be at Myersco, uh and Rob used to coach him so that was the kind of link we had anyway with him but that was, you know, sort of quite a few years ago now. But like I say, we, we invited him in last last season, sort of Christmas time, to come and train with us. And he did, he, and he came in a few sessions. And again, he never looked out of place. We, you know, liked what we saw of him. He was confident. You know, he was he didn't look out of place in the squad at all at the level. He was quite good. But I think with his commitments and obviously was his work as well and things like that, he wasn't able to commit fully to, to us as a club. But he did say, yeah, you know, I'll come in pre-season and see how it goes. And he came in and he's been great. He's been great. So, you know, th- there are players out there who can make that step up, who, you know, they might be comfortable at their level and they might be happy at their level. But Dom's one of them. He's, you know, he's been given an opportunity to play higher and he's, he's grasped it with both hands. And he's, you know, he's, I think personally he's been flying this season that he's only going to get better. Yeah, we've had a few Mayasco alumni uh, be really effective for us. Hopefully, he's another one. Graham, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, I've have a good time at our second home tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything yeah, we'll, about we'll, that, we'll, we'll try and get a win. We, you know, we struggle we struggle to get wins at that place, but you know, I think it might happen tomorrow. Is mate. Thanks very much, mate. See you soon. No problem, Ryan. Cheers, mate. <laughs>